Welcome to the Sharpway Show. So happy that you have joined me this evening, 7 p.m., well, 7.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Got a little bit, uh, doing a little bit of work today, trying to, you know, take care of things before the long weekend. So I apologize for being a few moments late, but I am here. And I want to talk about, I guess, what's some controversy today and throughout this Olympics in general. It is the idea of what is what's okay to what is fair how about that what is fair in olympic competition that's really what we're dealing with right now what is fair in a, excuse me in olympic competition and that's not an easy question i don't think it is at all i think it's a challenging question and i am torn on these controversies. And usually I've got, you know, Larry Sharp's going to tell you what he thinks is right and blah, blah, blah. And that's normal for me. That is. Not this time. This time I'm actually torn on several issues. I am torn on this. And I, I want to bring up the piece with uh, Shikari Richardson, the super amazing athlete who hasn't been suspended because she smoked weed or didn't edible or whatever, but she had, you know, she, she had done weed in whatever format she's done. I don't know if she smoked it or not, but whatever she had done that. And she is basically been uh, suspended and she's going to miss one of her big events. And this is a, a, a show called speak for yourself. And I got it off YouTube. So I want th- these guys make some really good points and I want to cover some of the points they make. They're interesting. But it begins with her apology. She says, we all have our different struggles, different things we deal with. But to put on a face and have to go out in front of the world and put on a, a face to hide my pain. Who are you? Who am I to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with pain or dealing with a struggle that you've never experienced before, that you've never thought you would deal with? This is her talking about how she handled her mother passing away. Let me, let me just go down a little bit of this here. We all have our different struggles. We mm-hmm. all have our different things we deal with, but to put on a face and have to go out in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain. Who are you? Who am I to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with a pain or you're dealing with a struggle that you never experienced before or that you never thought you would have to deal with? So, Mm. Marcellus Wiley, I know we talk track more than any other mm-hmm. show. What yeah. is your reaction to Shakari Richardson? Now, you might think, what are these guys going to say? Look, the young girl, you know, and I, I use that girl. She is an adult. She's 21. Um, but I'm sorry. I'm an old man, so sometimes I feel that way. I probably shouldn't. The young, the young woman, she's 21 and she is an adult. And, you know, she smoked weed or whatever in a state where it was legal. And that's true. Roy brings this up. Roy says, loud, the young lady who smoked weed. And they say, it's legal. Yes, it is absolutely legal. Yes. Um, so what are they going to say? Well, my gut initially says, well, she smoked weed. Is it a big deal? But it is a big deal. And it, it let them explain why. missing the Olympics over failed drug testing. Yeah. Uh, my first reaction <clears throat> is I'm actually relieved because of the circumstances. And I'm going to be real about this. I owe her an apology that mentally I was having a conversation thinking when the news broke that it was performance enhancing steroids. Mm-hmm. 
and there's the thing, right? A lot of people thought that somehow they were enhancing it, right? She was she was taking it to be a better athlete in some way. That was what some people thought, right? And then we found out, well, her mom passed. She's trying to cope with pain. That's an issue. Is that enough? Et cetera. And then it came out to be weed. And then I realized, oh, okay. I know what's going on right here because I've been through this situation before. I did lose my mother while I was still an active player in the NFL. And you know what? It didn't give me a license to ill. It did not give me a license to break rules and restrictions. See, these guys take a, a, a real hardcore stance on this. They take a hardcore stance. They're like, no, the rules are the rules and that's it. Right? The rules are the rules, and that's it. And there's a part of me that agrees. It's not like she didn't know that was against the rules. And when you go down here, you you do know it's the rules. The thing about this one is so many players that used to smoke weed and play, um, I had teammates as well. There's a Percy Harvin quote out there that said it wasn't the game he played in in nine years that he wasn't high. Percy Harvin. So I know that this has always been around the culture. Um, Let's talk about... So let me grab a couple of comments because that's that's very anti-libertarian, but I I get what they're saying. And there's a part of me that agrees. But there's a part of me that says, it's weed. Her mom died. What are you doing? Right? So I'm a little torn on this one, but I, I get where they're coming from. And I mean, in the state she smoked it, it was legal anyway, even that. So... Let me grab a couple of these here. Um, Ryan says they must change the rules or abstain, bottom line. Yeah, there's a point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So the internet surfing guitarist. Wow, you all made that all one word. Okay. Says would have turned in Anne Frank for following the rules. Turned in Anne Frank. Oh, following the rules. Okay, I, I get where you're going with that. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit too. I mean, you went right to Nazis. I mean, we don't have to go right to Nazis, Mister Serving Guitarist. It's not required. I get it, but you know, both points, right? I mean, in this case, she's not going to die if you turn her in. The Nazis don't put her in a camp and kill her, so it's not that. But I do get your point, right? You're saying it's not a big deal, let it go, or bad rules. Yeah, but it's it would be different, I guess, in this case, right? And Frank. Anne Frank didn't, right? Um, Anne Frank didn't agree to the rules, if that makes any sense, right? She didn't go, yes, I, I agree to it. She was fleeing the rules. She was trying to escape the rules. And the people in, in, in Holland were, were conquered. So it's, a, it's not the same thing even, even though you've gone right to Nazis. Not the same thing. In this case, she has voluntarily accepted these rules. She knew the rules. So that's that's the piece, right? So that's why it isn't the same. I'm not saying you're wrong in that it's it's that it's all I'm saying is it's not the same as what you just said. How about that? I'll leave it at that. Um, David says it's legal, but the private organization has a standard. If you don't like the standard, change the standard. A valid point two, right? A, a valid point two. Didn't they let Michael Phelps while he was using weed? Oh, I don't know that, Brian. Did they? I'd like to know if that's true or not. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, Brian says, didn't they let Michael Phelps? Oh, yeah. Got there. Sorry. Yeah, we go. All right. Um, so, yes, I was being hyperbolic. Okay, good. So we're in the same world there. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I like that. 
So Tom says it's weed, it's therapeutic. Well, if it is therapeutic, and this is the other point, if it's actually therapeutic, does that mean that it should have been prescribed by a doctor to follow their rules, right? Playing the rules game. Or is it enhancing then, right? Or is it enhancing? Either of those. So let me, let me keep walking. About the circumstances, because the guys who used to play and used to get high used to always say, don't pay the stupid tax. And what is the stupid tax? That means you tax. know when they're going to test and mm-hmm. you also know the amount they're going to test for. Don't get caught. So in this situation, I'm looking at Shakira and I'm saying. So that, that's another hard piece to swallow, right? Don't get caught. A part of me says that's a smart thing, right? You know how the rules go. Follow the rules. I, I, I get that. But another part of me says, what well, then you know that you're trying purposefully to skirt the rules. Right? So that means the rules are bad, right? So if you've got to skirt the rules, probably the rules are bad. So why don't you change the rules? Simply, you got two choices, not three. You thought you had a third. Don't smoke weed, whatever the marijuana, edibles, whatever you are, or smoke it and don't get caught. But then in this world today, there's a third option, I think, that is being feelings driven. It's being driven by your own justifications of behavior and it's really reversing the equation of logic so people are going through their own circumstances i went through my circumstance and losing he my is mother. not happy and with then her. because they're going through that circumstance they think that is now going to empower them to do what they want to do and so he's going down a road i mean i don't it isn't the nazi road but i feel like he's going down a road that i think he shouldn't go down he's now saying she's just selfish that's what he's basically saying. She's just selfish. And, and maybe she is. I, I don't know her at all. I know she's an amazing athlete. Maybe she's selfish. I don't know that, right? But why would you assume that she's just, maybe she's just a 21-year-old who lost her mom too young and did something that she probably shouldn't have done because she knew the rules. Couldn't it be that? Does it have to be that she's purposely being selfish and being about her? Again, I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe she is selfish. I don't know. but. Could it be I'm just, I'm 21, feeling like I'm on top of the world, and then all of a sudden my mom dies, and I feel like the world's ending? And that's not how the world works. We talk about this situation right now. It's unfortunate. It certainly is a trivial conversation about the legalization of weed in America and in sports. We'll get to that. But the point is, I'm sorry. You knew the rules. You broke them. You got to deal with the consequences. Yeah, there's so yeah, the, the, that, there's a part of that's true, right? There is, but it doesn't mean you can't make an exception. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't mean you can't make an exception. There's lots of rules that we often make an exception to. Much to unpack here. I will start by saying this. Uh, you could submit that Shakari's support staff and society failed her in not Ooh. adequately providing her athletically legal way. So look, th- this is a valid point too. Doesn't she have a team around her? Doesn't she have an Olympic team? Don't they realize that when mom dies and you're young and you're on top of the world and your mom now can't see you win an Olympic gold medal or whatever? Doesn't that kind of mean that you might let me give her some support structure? Maybe there's a way of dealing with this issue? Maybe. Ways to grieve and to cope with the loss of her mother. It's, sure a, valid, it's a valid point. Trying to do. 
It's a valid point. Now, with that being said, there are stupid rules in sports. Okay. True. But you still have to adhere to the stupid rules. Oh, this guy's hammering too. Of how stupid they are. Yeah. But- I, these both these guys are like, no, rules, rules. You know what, Mr. Surfing Guitarist? These guys <laughs> might have turned Ed Franken. You might be right. These guys might have. They're both though like hardcore. They might have. Before there was Shakari Richardson, there was a man by the name of Christian Coleman. Mm-hmm. You want to know why we ain't talking about Christian Coleman? Because he's suspended right now. Yeah, you go. And mm-hmm. he's suspended because of a stupid rule. In track and field, if you mm-hmm. have a whereabouts failure, three of them over 20. Now, what a whereabouts failure is, um, whenever you're, I, I, I forgot how what time period it is prior to the Olympics or when you're going to the Olympic trials, you have to be available for a drug test at certain time periods, whatever those time periods are. So if you aren't available, it's called a whereabout violation. You can only get three of those or two. You only get two of those in the year. Once you get the third one, you're suspended, right? So you got to be able to, you know, be available or you get suspended, right? Because they assume that you're somehow cheating. That's their assumption. That's what he's talking about here. 12 months, you get suspended. Christian Coleman had a whereabouts failure. As an Olympic athlete or an aspiring Olympic athlete, you have to update your location whenever and wherever mm-hmm. you travel to. Because if a drug tester comes to your home and you are not there, yep. strike one. Mm-hmm. So Christian Coleman, reigning world champion in the 100 meters, he's not going to be at the Olympics this year because of a stupid rule. Gab- you know, uh, uh, yeah. But maybe we should make some exceptions or change the stupid rules. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel so black and white. This is my 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 piece, right? I, I believe in contracts. I do. Uh, and I know people get mad at me sometimes about it. I believe in contracts. You make agreements. You're you're supposed to be, you know, dealing with your agreements. I get it. And you, you play by the rules that you agree to, right? These aren't rules that are imposed upon you, right? You agree to the rules. Um, but there's another thing, though. Yes, it's a privatization, but the Olympics is basically also a monopoly too. So it's not like you can go to different Olympics. If you don't like this Olympics, you can go to another one. So while, yes, you agree to the rules, there's only one Olympics. If there was two or three Olympics, you can go, I I hate the ones who don't like me smoking weed. I'll go to the weed ones, right? I mean, you could do that in theory, but you don't. So that kind of skews it a bit, right? But also it's weed. And her mom died. Is it really enhancing, like... Lee Thomas, the fastest living woman to run the 200 meters. She just ran the fastest time ever, second to Flojo. She was provisionally suspended because she had a whereabouts failure. Three of them, if not yep. by the grace of an Uber receipt showing that she was home when the drug tester said she wasn't. I like the Uber receipt. seeing her, the fastest woman alive in over 200 meters, running at the Olympics. A stupid rule. But you got to adhere to stupid rules. We have seen greater athletes. Okay, let me grab a couple more comments because you guys are commenting a lot about this one. I'm torn on this, guys. I know some of you be mad at me. No matter what I say, someone's going to be mad at me about this one. I'm sure. Zach says, the whole debate on weed as an enhancer in athletics is an oxymoron when looking at how the Department of Transportation views weed. There's no fine line distinguishing what weed does in the aspect of performance. It either enhances your abilities or reduces them. Well, this gentleman is going to tell you something different, Zach. Keep listening. He's got a different spin on this. Nathan says, I suppose in theory, marijuana could be used to recover from muscle aches. Ah, see, there we go. Nathan's already saying something, Zach. 
aches and inflammation faster. Maybe that's really why the IOC bans it. See, Zach, maybe there is something, right? You recover faster, inflammation faster, maybe. Roy says, today's athletes must be careful to do their research before they smoke weed in a state where it's legal. The Olympic Committee is made of old heads who are stuck in a Stone Age. Valid point, uh, Roy. And that's the one of the things, I mean, her team should have known better, right? So even if she doesn't, that's my other part. This gentleman here makes a, a very valid point. Shouldn't her team have been like, you can't do this? I know it seems right. But to Roy's point, the Olympic Committee is made up of old heads who are going to be stuck in a Stone Age. It's not going to work. So, yeah. Jennifer says, cannabis has medical medicinal value. Sorry. This has come up before in other sports. This thing needs to go away. The rules are uh, antiquated. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Yes. Yes. Ryan says, sativa dominant are performance enhancing. Oh, really? Indica strains put you into couch. That's cute. In the couch. So, Steve, so see, there's another one. Someone else is saying this is performance enhancing. I don't know. So Big Guitar says, no one smokes cannabis for performance enhancement, period. This guy's being bad faith, playing gotcha, even though he knows the rules outdated. I-, I think his point is, which I get his point, is that she knew the rules. The team knew the rules. Like they all knew the rules. That's what this guy's saying. The team even failed her. The other guy's saying, it's, you knew it. What are you, what are you doing? Just don't get caught, is what he was saying. Two valid points, but I happen to agree with you, Mr. Guitarist. Um, I think it's BS. I just, I, I just respect their points is all I'm saying. I respect their points, even though I don't, I don't think I would go there. Adam says, some sports don't allow athletes to consume beets because it's considered an enhancer. Really? Beets? That's an enhancer? Okay. If it's weed or beets, it's, it's a banned substance. That's a valid point, too. Yes, absolutely. So... Uh, Brian says, can't find that, but he was suspended from the U.S. swim team. Okay, so he wasn't banned from the Olympics. Uh, Phelps was banned from the swim team. Okay, there we go. Roy says, athletes do your research and don't put your future in the hands of authorities who only enforce current rules. Trying to change the rules after the fact's too late. There's the other point, surfing guitarist. You're trying to change the rules after the fact. Uh, I don't know, right? You're trying to change the rules after the fact. That seems kind of like you know, I don't know. Nathan says, Marcellus is a Columbia University grad. He's a very smart guy. I'm not sure if the hard line is the right line, but Olympic com- com- competition allows rule changes. They haven't. Go to a doctor, get some help that doesn't crash your lifetime dream. Another valid point. Yes. I, I, another valid point. Yes. Um, cheating and smoking weed are completely different, says Brian. Adam says, breaking a rule is cheating. Guys, this is not cut and dry. It's in my eyes, this is not cut and dry, right? I, 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 I think this is not cut and dry. Be punished for longer for something lesser because of stupid rules. Yeah, but that doesn't make it okay, right? I'm agreeing with him, right? In that people have done less and been punished worse. That's true, but it doesn't make it right. That was dumb too then. So now it's two dumb things. So the fact of the matter is, regardless of how dumb the rule is, you have to adhere to it. Now, it's a loss for a lot of people. Probably yes. the first, the fans. Yeah. Yep. Shakari, Nike, mm-hmm. um, the games. Mm-hmm. It's a loss for a lot of people. But yes. So as I look at it, let's please not make this racial. 
Who did that? Are we making this racial? I really hope we are not making this racial. This is this has nothing to do with race. If anyone's bringing up race, please don't. I I hope nobody is. If someone is, please don't. This is not racial racial at all. Nothing to do with race at all. Everybody trying to. It's Whoa. not racial. It is Thank not you. an American rule. The rule for her suspension is because of WADA, World, World. Anti-Doping <laughs> Agency. World. Mm. It is not about America, and it is not about trying to hold someone down because of the color of their skin or because of this their is race. True. Yes, well so done. many racial issues in society that we have to be very this, uh, this is not one of them. when we try to bring them up. Mm. It is not an American restriction. It is a yes. world restriction. He's right. That's the other thing on my first lap that I just needed to clarify. Yeah, um, I'm glad that you talked about it in those terms. Uh, and you really put the boundaries out there, and I want to expand on those boundaries. One, uh, missing your testing up to three times is not even a stupid rule in itself because the guys who are guilty are intentionally missing those tests. I see. No, you you think everybody's guilty. All right. Surfing. Internet surfing guitar guy. That, that yeah. That guy. The other guy, maybe not. That guy, yeah. Could be true. So no, that ain't no could be true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you that. Um, he's two. He's oh, he's telling Shakiri. Yeah. And Frank's gone with you him. You lost your discipline, and now you're going to be disciplined. I'm now, this part, he's right. Right? I want, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. He's right. You lost your discipline. Now you're going to be disciplined. You are an Olympic-level athlete. You got to be disciplined. I mean, that part, he's right. I, I can't argue that point. I hate that it's weed. I hate that her mom died. I hate that it was that. His point is a valid one. You got to be disciplined to be an Olympic level athlete, and she's one of the best on the planet. You got to be disciplined. I'm going to remind you of something you told me before that is actually one of the great Wileyisms. Discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. Now, what class? Valid, great, great saying. Disciplines choosing what you want most over what you want now. Great saying. Tough when you're top of the world, your mom dies, you're at the Olympics, and she's not going to see you in your best competition. He's correct. But man, she's just human. Am, am I being too soft on her? Is this guy really right? I mean, tell me if I'm off on this. He's right. I'm agreeing with him. I, I can't I can't deny what he's saying. It's correct. And she's just human. Your mom dies. You're 21. In the Olympics, your mom doesn't get to see you do your best. I, maybe I'm wrong. This maybe, one is, maybe I'm a softie. It's not her own doing. She's grieving a loss. So yes. in that grieving process, what are the consequences of your actions? And what this situation shows us that, that there could be grave consequences because yep. the Olympics only comes one every four years. Grave consequences by your choices. But it's still a stupid tax that you got to pay. And I want people to separate the emotional pull of her losing her mother from the reality of this is not still an opportunity for you to not abide by the rules. Let me tell you about the Aren't there exceptions to rules? Isn't that why we have judges, right? Aren't there extenuating circumstances? 
Aren't there mitigating circumstances? Isn't that a thing? And I'll I'll walk down the the capitalist route. route. Isn't Nike pissed off because they want to make sure she wins so they can get that picture of her waving the flag with a Nike shirt on? I mean, isn't there even a, a financial piece here on top of all of it? I mean, I'm talking about the emotional piece, but some of you don't care about the emotional piece, I'm sure. Some of you care about the financial aspect. Well, okay, even that. These same rules from WADA, from USADA. God, this is so easy. The drug is banned in competition periods. Okay, so far, most yep. people are like, what does that mean? It's defined as beginning at 11.59 at night mm-hmm. on the day before a competition and ending at its conclusion. So you can't take any of the banned substances, 11.59 the day before, and up to the end of the competition. That's the rule. Come on now. Come on, man. Wait a minute. You just basically told me a few hours. You got to be under 150 nan- nanograms per milliliter. Okay, so now we're having a different conversation because what mm-hmm. reality is a problem. Smoking weed, whatever your marijuana level was, yep. was it right before the race? Was it a part of your training cycle? Mm-hmm. Because yep. marijuana stays in your system up to a month. Cocaine, heroin, two to five days. Why do you know so much about this? <laughs> That's what I'm at. He knows all of it. He's like, this is a boom. And doing crack is this one. He knows them all. Okay. Meth is that one. So if you think about this situation, and God, I know too much about this. because Yes, I you do. Smoke. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you do. And friends and Because you had weed smoking friends. They know how friends. to cycle in and cycle out. And that's, that's why the they reason. always say, don't get caught. Hold on. Because he had weed smoking friends. That's how you know. Okay. Your friends told you a lot. That's kind of fun. Or don't do it at all. That's the tough one about this. The emotional pull because of her loss. Let's stay with the emotional pull because because of her grieving a tremendous loss, a loss yes. that some people have had to deal with in life. And if you haven't yeah. yet, you will have to eventually. 100%. But we all have to deal with losing the parent sucks. Whether, you, whether you're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, doesn't matter. Losing the parent always sucks. Clearly harder when you're younger, right? Because you're more attached. You need them more. Clearly harder. But hard no matter what. Even if you're, if, you're, if you're lucky and you keep your parents into your 60s or 70s. Awesome if you do. Still going to suck when they go. But it'll suck less than if you lost them when you were 10 or 20 or something. She's 21. That's early to lose your parents. Tough things in life, so I'm not going to weigh one against another. But right. because of her grieving, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of this. <laughs> You don't make rules based upon exceptions. Mm, you that's make true. rules based upon the norm. Yes. Yes. If you're driving to the hospital and you're with your significant other, say you're with your spouse, with your girlfriend, whatever the case may be, and her water breaks, got to get to a hospital ASAP. Gotta so go. you yep. run a red light. Yeah. Yep. Well, we can't now remove all red lights in the nation because your running of the red light was actually very justified in the instant. Yeah, but you don't have to give the person the ticket, though. I'm, yeah, but you don't have to give that person the ticket, my friend. Reminds me of a story Gary Johnson told me. Gary Johnson, who you guys know I love. Some of you don't like him, but I don't care. I still love him. Um, he was, was the governor of New Mexico. And he talked about how he would decide, you know, when you talk about judges and, and picking judges and such. And he'd asked them a question. This question he asked them was, okay, if the legislature passes a law that 
that says that if a 17-year-old or older is convicted of graffiti, that the penalty is mandatory death sentence. That if a 17-year-old or older is convicted of graffiti, then the, the penalty that you must give, mandatory, minimum, is death. If that law was actually passed and it hadn't gone through the courts to become unconstitutional yet, and at that moment, when it is law, you make that happen. You're the, you're the, you're the judge, and a 17-year-old is convicted of doing graffiti. What do you do? And the only answer the judge couldn't say in Gary Johnson's eyes was, well, of course, I'd sentence him to death. Any other answer was okay. Anything else? I'd resign. I would, I, I would delay it until the law could be talked. I would suspend his sentence. I would find a loophole. I would whatever. Anything the judge said was fine, except, well, it's the law. So I've sentenced him to death and hope he wins an appeal. What? I feel like this guy's saying that. Yes, you don't change rules for exceptions. I get that. But you don't have to punish the exception if it makes sense, right? If there's no harm and it was helpful, why would you punish? Why would I give a ticket to the guy or gal who's driving for someone who's pregnant? And the water broke, give them to the hospital. Why would I give them a ticket? I mean, obviously, if they if so, if there was some damage, okay. But they just ran the red light. I was speeding, and and it, and they got there. Well, I just go great. Go ahead. No worries. Of course, I would do that. I feel like we we should be thinking about this here. But there's another point here, right? Should she be the story or the exception that does change the rule? And I would argue yes. She should be the story. She's flamboyant. She's got personality. She's good in front of a camera. And she's an amazing athlete on top of all of that. People like her. All those things are awesome. Maybe she should be the one to, to be the story that changes the rule, right? And what I don't want it to be is the is the Snowden, right? You got to go to Moscow to try to change the rules. And then they don't get changed. They still want to put you in jail, right? I don't want her to be punished for this. I mean, I get it. The world's not going to end. It's the Olympics, right? So the world's not going to end. I get it. The world's not going to end. But this is a, a this is a I think symbolic in that. Don't we want to make an exception sometimes? And shouldn't this be one of them? I don't know. Am I wrong? Let me just grab a couple of comments because maybe, maybe I'm off on this one. Maybe I'm off. This is John's. I think the fact they both play professional sports explains their view on the rules of rules of rules. You should follow the rules no matter what. Yeah, you're right. It could be that, right? They, they've played the game before, John. It's probably true. Yeah. Adam says cheating isn't what you feel. It's a rule. You break it. You're cheating. Period. Legal use of weed is another debate. It's also a valid point, Adam. I get it. It's a valid point. It just it just seems so unnecessary. But again, I can't argue these points, right? It, it's she knew what she was doing. Yeah, we need competing athletic organizations. Oh, I like that. I like how you're thinking. That's good. I love that one. Roy says, Larry, another note. I really like your interview with with Sean Hayes Unicorn. Thank you, my friend. Roy. I'm glad you watched that one. Yes, he's a good guy. It, sadly, he didn't win. In his primary, he didn't, but yes. Um, Brian says, weed isn't perform enhancing. Nobody smokes a joint and wants to go on a race. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, Adam, oh, Adam has a valid point against this one, Brian. Now he says, sometimes items are banned, not because it's an enhancer, but it has some other health benefit. There we go. Nate says, regulate beets like onions. I'm in, Nate. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. I think you're completely correct. I love that one. Yes, very good. All right, let's see here. Um, Steve says, I forgot the exact term, but weed supposedly increases the body's ability to process gases, oxygen in the blood, uh, to it does it. So it does enhance performance in theory. Regardless, it's the type of thing where all athletes should be allowed to do it. Alcohol eases pain too. Valid point, Steve. Valid point. The surfing guitar says she should have been smarter, but these guys should be pa- should be passionately ranting about how stupid the rules are instead of ranting about how she's paying the stupid tax. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. I think you're right. I, I wish they were attacking the rules more than attacking the stupid tax. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And he continues, he says, this is an opportunity to break the rules of the person. Yeah, I think it's true. Yes. Uh, Rob says, this. if this revolutionized the use of weed uh, in sports and abroad, federal regulation, et cetera, this would be a bigger win for the American uh, than gold, in my opinion. You know, you have a very valid point there. If she's the face of, of, of normalizing self-medication with cannabis products, awesome. I mean, if I'm a cannabis company, I can't wait to throw her a couple million bucks to promote my stuff, right? I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm calling her now. I'd have had her agent on the phone hours ago. When can we get her in? I mean, without question. It's a valid point. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a valid point. I, again, very good. I like that. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, uh, Adam, Larry, didn't you ask yourself why there is only two black guys are debating this and not in the race discussing issue with them? Of course not, because he was right. This is not about race, Adam. I know you're teasing. But no, like you're right. Yes, not about race. This is totally about, yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, the little humor, the only thing about race here is the event itself, the hundred meeting rate. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that's very good. Absolutely. All right. Um, what is the point of being an Olympian? Being, being the best at your thing or following rules? Another interesting one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Queen Nia says, these rules have been in place since before she was born. Another valid, right? And I'm going to cover that in the next segment. I'm going to talk about in a second. But yeah, this is a valid point, right? Since before she was born. That's true. And they don't know if she has a history. Yeah. She's, she's aggrieved. Yes. People uh, don't generally say, oh, yeah, let me see if this helps me get over my hurt or pain. Ooh, so you're saying that she's done weed in the past, and that's why she used it, because she knew that it would calm her. But does that make it worse? I'm not sure that makes it worse. In theory, that might actually make it better. And hear me out on this one. Queen Nia, hear me out on this one. If... If she just grabbed something, not knowing that it would work to kind of ease her pain and calm her down, then that would go to the other gentleman's point of she lost her discipline. But if she knew it and was like, this will calm me down, then that was more discipline. But then wasn't that enhancing? So I think either way, yeah, I don't know. Either way, yeah. So someone prepared for that show really well. Don't I always, Tom? <laughs> Don't I always? Yes. 
uh, aren't there extenuating circumstances? What if the next person says, my third cousin died or my dog died? Where's the line? Stupid, I know, but pu- people push boundaries. Nathan, it's a valid point, right? And I think at one point we do draw a line. Um, my, my worry is, I feel like this line is, is too close. It needs to be further out, right? I mean, we do that in general, right? We decide that someone, you know, is an adult at 18, but not 17 and 364 days. Is that one day real or not? No, but we've made a line. I think we have to make a line. I agree with you. We have to make a line somewhere. Maybe immediate family. And generally speaking, there are lines like this. The Red Cross has lines, right? I know um, that the Red Cross... The Red Cross has lines because you only get help if it is your immediate family, right? They draw a line around your immediate family. So if your uncle passes, the Red Cross doesn't help you out like as if your mom or your wife or your husband or your son or daughter passes. They only count immediate family. I think we can draw that line. It's possible to draw that line, and we probably should in some way. Yes. So – Jeff goes, it was against the rules for black people to drink from white-only water fountains just because the rule doesn't make it right. uh, So one guy goes to Nazis, the other one goes to segregation. All right, guys, we don't got to walk down these rules like that. We don't. (laughs) Yes, you are correct. I I can't deny your logic. That's correct. But you don't have to walk down that road. Yes, right? I mean, but. So, all right. The same thing I talked about. I I, I did deal with the with the uh, Anne Frank. I'm gonna deal with this one too, Jeff. I'm not gonna walk away from this one, even though you walk down this road. I'm not gonna walk away from it. Yes. And what I would say is right. It, and this actually something like this happened. Actually, I think it was Harry Belafonte, if I remember the story right. Harry Belafonte went to the south. He was in the north. He went to the south and he had a job or something. And he got some job in the South and he knocked on the front door of a white person's house doing segregation during Jim Crow era. And you couldn't do that in that area. You, you were black. You had to go around the black, the back. You couldn't go to front white entrance in this case. So you know what happened? A couple of Klan members showed up at the, the mother's door. And when I showed up the mother's door, the Klan members were like, why this kid do that? And the mom was, or the other uncle or whoever it was, I don't remember, one of his family members was like, oh, he didn't know, right? He's from wherever, Boston or wherever he was from. You know, he's from Boston. He didn't know the rules, blah, blah, blah. And the clan decided at that point to just threaten them because, you know, nice clan members and not actually hurt or wound or punish or kill anybody. Even the clan made an exception. Like even the clan made an exception. Okay, the kid didn't know. So we won't beat you or lynch you or kill your family or whatever or whatever whatever the, the pain of that would have been normally. So again, because he didn't know. But what would the clan have done if they did know? It was still wrong. I don't know. Why'd you guys go down that road? Anyway, I'm not walking away. Yes. Actually, in this case, take out all the red lights. <laughs> you guys are the best. Um, you were being lenient, Larry Sharp. I love it, though. I appreciate both sides of the issue, truthfully. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, came to the party late, says Christine. Let the girl run. Pot's a freaking joke. I would agree with that one. I, I would agree with that one. Rochelle says, yes, she should be the, I think you mean, what? I don't know what that is. Catalyst to change the rules? Maybe. Yes. But I do think, 100%, I think she should be the, the person to change the rules. I agree. 
Dixie says, Larry, this is a private organization and not the government. Your Gary Jansen analogy is, isn't really good here. She chose to join the organization's event. Yes, 100%. Yes, you're, you're, Dixie, you're correct. She did, and that was my point earlier, right? And actually, I did this Quinia's point also. The rules were already in effect for decades, right? So she knew what she was getting herself into. Two points I'll bring up. One, why didn't her, and this other gentleman mentioned perfectly, why didn't her team, why didn't her team help her out and tell her, right? Why did her team go, dude, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? You can't do this against the rules. And they did number one. And, but number two, Gary Johnson's analogy on judges could also apply to the IOC judges. They could say, you know what? She wasn't partying and being undisciplined, right? Which would be one reason. She wasn't trying to use it to gain an advantage. She was using it to deal with a grieving, a grieving her mom's death, who literally is not going to see her days before she wins medals. I think a good judge, even an IOC judge in a private organization, could see that, Dixie, and go, you know what? Let it slide. This, in my eyes, is the equivalent of the person driving through the red light and, you know, for the pregnant mom. That's, I guess that's what I'm saying. So in that way, I think the analogy could work, meaning that there are going to be IOC judges, people who will decide, you know, what her fate is. I think they, they really could have done that. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right, let me keep going here. To have a rule based upon a norm, not an exception. But also, rules aren't necessarily in place just to protect you. Most rules are actually in place to protect other people. I re- That's not true, right? Most rules are in place to keep you in line, to keep the powerful in place. That's reality. Now, there are some rules in place absolutely to protect other people. That's true. Yes, I, I, I get that. And as a general rule, those are the best rules. Like, don't murder people. That's a great rule. I like that rule. We should keep that rule. Don't rob people. Awesome rule. Let's keep that rule. I like those. So the best rules are about protecting others, right? That's Those are good rules. But most actually aren't. Most are actually to keep people in check. I said this on Twitter, but I'll say it on the show. You can say it's cool to legalize weed in competition while you're running in a straight line, but it's probably not great to legalize weed in competition if you're throwing a javelin. Hmm. It's probably not hmm. great to legalize weed in competition if you're using a pole to elevate over a pole 18 feet high, the pole vault. It's probably... What? So you're going to smoke weed and start throwing spears in the people's chest? Is, this, is, that, is that your argument? Okay, dude, you were saying some good stuff. Now you, you went a little bit too far on this one. So now you're going to pole vault and... I guess miss the pole vault because you're high. Okay, but who does that hurt? It hurts you because you messed up your pole vault. Then uh, I think you're going to this. You're going too far in this one. Not great or safe to legalize weed in competition if you're throwing a discus, spinning around, and then heaving an object roughly 180 to 250 feet through yeah, the air yeah. with people. Uh, uh, a referee. So now you're gonna start. Uh, uh, you. You stretch it now. Now you were you had me. A lot of stuff you said made sense. Now you stretch it. What not marking the distance? It's probably not a great idea. We have rules for. Okay, I would agree. He's right. It's not a great idea. This is true. You probably shouldn't smoke weed before you throw a javelin or a discus. He's right, but it doesn't mean that there should be a rule about it. If you want to go do that, you're going to have a bad Olympic. But fine. 
okay. the norm, not rules for the exception. So while this might be a, a merit-based exception, if yeah. you will. Yeah. See, see, it could be a merit-based exception. I, I like that. That's good. You don't make a rule based upon an exception. No, you don't. And that's what's unfortunate about this situation, that maybe in her emotional state, that clouded her vision of seeing maybe. right from wrong. And now she has to deal with the consequences. She made this bed. It's time to lie in it. And Richard. Man, that dude is. You, man, you picked him good. I got to tell you. Surfing guitarist, you picked this guy out good. You did. His suspension has generated several opinions on why she got suspended. So, Acho, should marijuana be legal in sports? Should it be legal in sports? <laughs> I'm not going to go down this road because it should be. So I just want to make sure that we cover that piece. I thought it was an interesting take on it more than anything else, right? This was a very interesting take on, on this piece of what's an enhancement, right? And you know what? Hold on. I do want to keep going. With There's a part that, that, that yeah, I do want to go up this. W- Wiley does bring up, no, I'm sorry. Emmanuel brings up. Yeah, he does. Emmanuel's got on the right. Um, no, sorry. Wiley's got on the right. Hold on. Yeah. Let me, you, you do, hold on. He does say something good here. I think you will enjoy this. That's a tough question because you it's think? legal in some aspects in some states of society. He doesn't have a good Overall, point here. Overall, I will say no. Marijuana should not be legal he in says competition. No. Remember what we were talking about, people. In this specific instance. And listen to his point. There is a point here. You cannot smoke or edible or whatever the case may be mm. from 11:59 prior to competition until competition is over. Right. So as I look at it, should marijuana be legal in sports? No, because do you want a pitcher throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball? Okay, this this is the, the bad part. Ignore this part. Anything? This is a bad part. Um, should mm. marijuana be legal in sports? No, because again, do I want someone throwing a spear, which is what a javelin oh, is, stop. under the influence no, this is of bad. I shouldn't anything? Have, I'm sorry. Now, the counter is well, Acho, alcohol is legal. Yes, but we're not having a debate about alcohol because nobody thinks it's a good idea to go out there drunk. Who thinks it's a good idea to smoke weed and throw spears? I'm going to go to the Olympics and throw spears. Let me go get high first. Let me me chug a, I don't know, a bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Am I aging myself? Yeah. It's a moot moot point. (laughs) Um, But it it shouldn't be legal. You have to find ways to comp with whatever you're dealing with legally. So let me give you an example because, again, okay. me and Marcellus, we live track and field. Boy, Both yes. have lived All it, day. but I studied. I was actually at the Olympic trials. I watched Shakiri run. I watched her run out here, and I watched her run prior uh, in Eugene years ago. With that being said, Sel, the fastest man in the world... Over 200 meters. The fastest man. In the I got to pass this. I'm sorry. In short, it didn't help at all. U.S. Olympic trials was a monster compared to world championships. Hmm. No. The point he brings up, which I, which, which I remember bringing some later, is he brings the idea, if I remember right, that the concept is that if something helps you, that's an enhancement. But also, if it takes away a pain, it's an enhancement. Kind of what Adam was talking about. He was about the idea that, you know, it can be an enhancement in other ways. It's a valid point, I guess is what I'm saying. So, yes. But this brought me to something else, which totally different, but it made me think something else. Let me grab a couple comments, then we'll go down that road too. All right. All right. Uh, Queenie says, oh, I'm clear on that part, but I don't know if I would push it to a comparison. One is morally wrong, the other other is a personal choice, not affecting her chance to be in this Olympics. No one's dying over the way. It's true. Yes, absolutely. 
So let me keep going here. Um, Adam says, what I think this is retrospection of weed legalization. Legalizing weed is great, but what about people who got busted with when it was illegal? Should we forgive their crime? I think yes, right? Look, in my view, Adam, any possession or usage crime, and I'm using that with air quotes, wasn't a crime, right? Obviously, legally, it was a crime. In my view, it was not a crime. Selling it, not a crime. Obviously, legally, it is, in my view, not a crime. Sale should not be a crime. The only crime was if you used violence to sell or use. That's a crime. You created a victim. You hurt somebody. You beat them. You, you stole their stuff, whatever. That's a crime. If you're, if you're convicted, in my view, if you're convicted of anything that's not criminal, meaning anything that there was no victim, I would immediately expunge all of those records. Why? Because you sold you sold weed. Do I put, do I put the, uh, do I, do I put the liquor store guy out of business? No. Do I put him in jail? No. Why would I put the weed dealer out, out, of, out of, in jail or out of business? No, that's my view. So yes. Johnson, I think we should have an Olympic system where there are no drug restrictions and see how much a human can actually do with any substance available. Uh, wow. Okay. So is it only substance, though, John? Or can I, like, put, like, chips in my body and stuff? Can I do that then? Can I can I become, like, a cyborg and stuff? I mean, in theory, I guess. I put my brain in, in, a, in an android and then have the android run for me? I mean, I don't know. I get where you're going with it, right? I mean, it's probably not a bad idea. Well, it might be. Because now, the only question I have, right, because most of these athletes then, right, this is my worry, John. With what you're saying. Most of these athletes are very young. Some start as early as 12, 13, 14, some even younger. Most start in their teens at least. Am I encouraging the teens to begin to destroy their bodies as teenagers? And the problem is, and you know this, John, you were a teenager. You thought you were indestructible. So did I. So did most of us. We thought we knew better. We didn't, but we thought we did. So am I encouraging my youth to destroy their bodies with gambling with substances to become great? I don't know if I want to create that environment, right? I don't know if I want to encourage that. Some kids are going to do it anyway, no matter what I say, no matter what you say, John, some kids are going to do it. But do I want to create an environment to where I'm encouraging young kids to destroy their bodies with substances, knowing that most of them aren't going to make the Olympics? And if they do, most aren't going to win. Do I want to encourage that env- that environment? I feel like the answer is no on that one. I feel like it's no. So Jeff says, exactly only one is morally wrong. Oh, I must have missed one. This must be with somebody else. I apologize. This must be for somebody else. Yes. Um, Rob says, the Greeks used to wrestle naked. <laughs> rules can change. <laughs> That's true. Yes, rules can absolutely change. Yes, I love that. Um, Roy says, Larry, when the time is right, bring her on your show and let's hear her side. I love it. If she come to my show, I would take her in five seconds. Absolutely. Yes. I would take her in five seconds. Yes. Um, let's see. He, uh, the serving girl says, this is heartbreaking. He thinks cannabis should be banned or else people will be in bail with job. I know it's crazy. All right. He said some smart things, right? He did. He said some smart things. That was not one of them. That, that wasn't. Yes. That was not one of them. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Christine says she tested positive, meaning it was in her system. 
it doesn't mean she gets high before she runs. Great point, Christine. Great point. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Michael says, you can do anything high, sometimes better. That's actually his point that I couldn't find because he just was talking so much about taking it off. But he, he actually, that was his point, that sometimes you can use it to calm yourself, right? So, yeah, you could. You might be able to do it better because you can calm yourself, and that might actually work. Yes. Tom says, check out some of the stories of the pitchers in baseball back in the 70s. Pretty sure you can throw a district. Yes. High, drunk. Yes. Wasn't it Daryl Strawberry in the 80s in the Mets? He was like high on cocaine like half of the time or something like that. Yeah, I remember they Didn't they want to put an asterisk by his one of his stats because he was like on cocaine or something? Oh, did I? Is that just a story or was that real? It might have been. It, it actually might have been. Yes. So, all right. Um, comparing being impaired by weed and by alcohol is dumb. It's not a fair comparison. John says, I believe any substance uh, should be legal in all sports. If it's legal, all can do it. It means it pertains to level playing field. Because if one person uses a substance and doesn't get tested, has an advantage while the other one got tested, is qualified, and could possibly beat the other one that's under the radar. Valid point. Steve says, my takeaway from all this has nothing to do with her, but was showing the deep divide between libertarians and conservatives. Ooh, interesting. What have, we have about half the country still feels any substance is immoral, and should be banned as much as possible. Interesting. I can see your point, Steve. I can see your point. But I'm not sure every conservative, I mean, maybe. There are many conservatives who think weed is is bad, should should never be legal. I agree. But there are also Democrats and liberals who think so too. You're right, more conservatives do. But the other question is, do the conservatives actually care about the weed if someone else does it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it's a valid point. I I see where you're going with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Serving Guitar says Canada is retroactively giving out pardons for cannabis convictions as they should. I love it. I want to keep, I want to go on another road if I could. Enhancements. Do you guys remember the Blade Runner? Olympics, the guy who um, had, was born with, um, with both of his legs were missing his feet, if I remember that was the, the thing, and he got those special blades he ran on. Remember that? Of all the battles athletes fight to get to an Olympic Games, none has been greater than those fought by Oscar Pistorius. He is the only athlete here who doesn't just take off his street shoes and put on his track shoes to run. He takes off his street legs and puts on his track legs. Now, this part... Right. The reason why I bring this up is this is clearly, in my view, an enhancement. Am I wrong? And this thing, these things, sorry, these things, not this one thing, because we be one thing. These things, his two, his, I was thinking his legs is one thing, but his, his two legs that he has now, I mean, this is clearly an enhancement, right? They call him the Blade Runner. Born with deformed limbs, his running blades may be the most controversial pieces of equipment in sports. If it was such a technologically advanced piece of equipment that many of the people you interview claim it is, then why isn't everybody running close to the times I'm running on it? And that's the point. As long as Pistorius was running on the Paralympic circuit, nobody complained. Yeah, nobody complained about the Paralympic circuit because... Everyone, again, this goes back to the rules thing. Everyone knew that that's the rules. 
if you're in the Paralympics, you're probably missing at least one limb, if not more, which means you're going to get enhancements to make it work, right? That's kind of how it works, right? I get that. Everyone gets that. We understand that. This one. But now that he's won a court battle and can run against able-bodied athletes, the question is not whether the artificial legs slow him down, but mm-hmm. whether they speed him up. Yes. He finished second in this pre-Olympic warm-up meet in Italy. We've got two weeks to, uh, to London to sharpen up, so I'm happy with tonight. Not just the blades are an issue. Yep. Some say he's also lighter without lower limbs, and so potentially faster. Now, that's a weird one too, right? So do these, do these things enhance him or take away something or add something? I think they did, but this seemed okay. But there were reasons why they let this go. That debate will always be alive, and there will always be a percentage of people that have the opinion that think I shouldn't be able to run. Um, but my job is not to entertain that, and my job is to train harder. There's another criticism, that Pistorius is a novelty act, a distraction. Yes. An idea rejected by friends like you and Thomas. So that's that's the part, the money part. And I I think there was a part of that. And I know some of you may be upset about this, but I think, yeah, you know, there was a part of it where we wanted to watch the Blade Runner. We called him the Blade Runner. Like the Olympics were like, this will make a lot of money. We'll love it. We'll sponsor him or something. Then he shot his girlfriend and all of a sudden it, he wasn't so cool anymore. But yeah, yeah, usually shooting your girlfriend. Yeah, you, you, you lose all the cool points after that. Don't do that, by the way. A silver medalist at the... In fact, hold on. Don't shoot anybody. Not just your... Please don't shoot your girlfriend and don't shoot anybody. Don't shoot people. That's a bad idea. Atlanta Games. I don't think it's like a sideshow. Or I don't think people are it tuning in was. just for the value to see all... Oh, oh, I don't want to say the word freak show because that's wrong, but... But you just said freak show, didn't you? You just said it, though, right? I don't want to say freak show, but I'm going to say freak show. I think they're tuning in because they're seeing an athlete who, good on him, is running fast enough to compete. Oscar Pistorius won't win any medals. Getting here was his victory. Yep. But apart from the big track stars, he may be one of the most watched athletes at these games. Yeah, I think we all know that. So there's a money thing here too, right? I spoke about that. You know, Wichikari, right? There's a money piece too. She's good at what she does. People want to watch her. There's an issue. Yeah, both of those. So, yes. Um, let's see if I can go here. Um, Jonathan says, the loss of Olympic Games were off when I saw how dilapidated and unused a lot of the venues have become. Also true, yes. I know we have it here in New York, right? Lake Placid. Lake Placid is pretty nice. Pistorius, you remember Pistorius? Yes. Yes, the guy who shot up his girlfriend. My God, yeah, you didn't have to say that. But yeah, he did. It's true. Uh, what am I gonna, yeah. Uh, Steve says, I'm more responding to a lot of the comments I'm seeing criticizing her behavior and he's saying that to everyone. For what it's worth, I think this should be an opportunity to change stupid rules in the future. Yes, right? Maybe she should be the story that changes the policy. Yeah, I, I think she probably should be. I agree. Yes. Um, Did she sign up for the terms of service to compete in the Olympics? I like that. Yes. Stuff like this gets me hyped for the future. I want the Cyber Olympics with exoskeletons. Of course you do. You and John, you guys are both going to be going to that. You're like, yeah, Cyber USA team. Absolutely. Exoskeletons, the whole deal. Absolutely. It's very good. It would be fun. Absolutely, yes. Uh, Rochelle says, I guess we didn't see a rush of people cutting off their legs to get the blade feet. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. And yes, the guy's in jail. That's true. Yes. So Adam says, well, pro wrestling was literally with drug use prior to the modern era. Um, so you're still functional and can physically compete. So why not let's have a drug Olympics and see what happens? P.S. Remember Oscar has his ability. Larry's making him able. Big difference. Why is it a big difference, Adam? I, 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 you're right. It's making him able. But isn't it still enhancing who he is? Right? And is it only physical? Or could it be mental? Or both? I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's clear cut. I get what you're saying. You're saying he's a disadvantage. So we create something to put and, and, and to make him able. Right. But then how do we know that was his natural body, right? The concepts of the Olympics is supposed to be that your natural body with training is, is what makes you the best. Otherwise we'd accept performance hands enhancing. We'd accept all, we'd accept special shoes and such, but they've stopped in the, in soccer and stuff like they've got rid of that stuff. I mean, if you, if you, what if you had a bad back, could you use a back brace you know, it's, uh, that would go into exoskeletons. You're going to get what you want after all, surfing guitarist. What if we need an exoskeleton to make me whole, if that makes any sense, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure it's that clear is what I'm saying. So, um, Johnson, to be honest, even though he has disability, he shouldn't be allowed in the regular Olympics because he cannot be leveled with normal men. Th- thank you. I, I didn't say it that way. That, that Yes, right? How do we know he's level, Adam, right? How do we know that? We don't know if he's level. Did the legs make him faster, slower, exactly right? Or what he would have been? How does training affect it? Were, are, are the legs the same the same weight that his legs would have been to keep the weight fair? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. Um, Larry, just smoke weed. Shoot your girlfriend and claim you are distressed because she dumped you. Simples. Is it that easy? I didn't realize you could do that. I love it. Yes. Running a uh, running blaze makes you murdery. We make you throw spears at refugees. <laughs> that, that's true. You learned something today. See, I'm here to educate you, Nathan. I'm here for you. You now know that. If you get running blades, you shoot your girlfriend. And if you smoke weed, you will impale ref ref re, uh, sorry, um referees with spears. That's that's true. Yes, I love that. That's that's pretty good. I like that. So, all right, yes. Um, see if I can grab this one uh, real fast. Um, oh, yeah. Are we going to talk about the person with the sign that ruined the Tour de France? We weren't going to. But for those of you, since you brought it up, there was a, was a young woman, was it? There was a young woman who had a sign. And she was like, you know, take a picture of me. And she was so selfish. Literally, people collapsed and got injured. And she wrecked the race because she was so worried about putting her own sign out in front of people and, and, and trashed a bunch of people. It was really bad. The selfishness in that was horrible, right? The selfishness was horrible. See if I can find it real fast. <laughs> I can find it. I'll show if, if I can find it real fast. It might be here if we can find it. Yep. And hold on. I will, I will, I'll bring that up right now because you mentioned it. Hold on. But the selfishness there is what drove me crazy, right? The idea that she thought, I don't care about the Tour de France even though I'm right there watching it and I still didn't, and I still didn't do it. Hold on. And here we go. You'll see this one right now. 
Tour de France. Says they've gone under that banner. Oh, Boom. Oh, a passive crash there. What has happened? Right oh, on the side look at of that. the road there. Look at this. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they clipped the crowd, but whatever has happened, they and are then she ran away down there at the moment. Now, how many riders? Let's hope that is a massive crash. Look, there she is. Boom. It was a jumbo Bisma ride. It wasn't Roglic, was it? I think that was Tony because Martin. Because the whole that just went it could down. Could have been Tony Martin. Yes, it could have been. Look at that. People getting just, hit. He just flying all over the, the place. Bike flying. The front wheel. Yeah. See, right on the it looked like pilot near the front. Watch him try to get around his teammate and go down. Oh, he might have clipped that spectator. He went off the road. Yeah, he clipped the spectator oh, who then I think ran he away. Went off the road. The road has got a nasty ridge on it. There. Terrible. It's got a nasty now, ridge. It does. Is, what's going to happen? How many people there are going to get back up? Right, See, I'm cool. Right there, left of your Boom. Oh my, oh, my goodness me. Oh. Yeah, I thought you might enjoy that one. Yeah. See, mom, look, I'm cool. I'm internet. I got internet cred and I've just ruined it to the friends and caused ruin injury. Yeah. Yeah. So Michelle, I hope that was good for you. Yeah. That was horrible. It you're at the tour de France, which I'm assuming if you go there, you like bicycle racing, right? Otherwise, why would you go to that? Right. I'm assuming that if you go there, this is sport that you like. Well, it's like one of the greatest events of bicycle racing. So if you like that sport, you got to be like, oh my God, I'm basically at a Super Bowl if I like football. Awesome. And your thing is, take a picture of me. That's our culture right now. That's our culture right now. Really bad. Yes. Um, what do you mean ruin the Tour de France? Well, it, maybe you don't care about bicycle racing. Yeah, if you care about bicycle racing, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, I assume she did. Well, I, I do want to think about the next piece, which is um, Queen Leah says, John Lilly's point makes me think about transgender competing in the sports and the gender they identify. And I want to bring up that piece now too, right? I want to bring up that one also. And that is the, uh, the woman Laurel Hubbard. And what, what, what she's doing now. And I'm torn on this one too. And I go, Larry, wait a minute. Are you being transphobic on me? No, not at all. Hear me out. Why I'm torn on this one, specifically this one. Zealand has chosen the first transgender athlete to compete New Zealand. at the Olympic Games. Laurel Hubbard is a female weightlifter who will be in Tokyo next month. Supporters call her selection a breakthrough for transgender's community, for the transgender community. It's mm -hmm. also reignited a debate with critics who say it's unfair for an athlete who used to compete with men to participate in women's sports. That's the part that does bother me. The part that bothers me is because she she competed with men as a man at the Olympic level before. It feels unfair to me. Maybe I'm wrong here. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels unfair to me. If she had transitioned when she was 17, 18, something like that, or even if she hadn't competed, She's trained her body as a male with males at the Olympic level. 
it feels unfair to me. If she had been just some, if, if, if when she was, when she identified as male, if she was just being male, right. And she wasn't training or at that point it was he, if he wasn't training, then if he was just being a dude, whatever, doing that and then transitioned and then com- competed against women as a woman, I would feel a whole lot better about it. But in this specific case, she has trained her body as a male competing against males. It feels unfair to me. I don't like this one. I don't. I know some of you can be mad and be like, oh my God, you can be mad. It's unfair to me. She has trained her body as a male competing with males at the Olympic level. It's not like she was hanging out in high school and playing high school basketball or something as a as a teenage boy. Eh, I get it. No, this this seems wrong to me. I, I know some of you are gonna be upset at me. It just it just seems like it's the wrong answer. I don't I don't like I don't like this concept at all. Queen Anne says cancel selfie culture. Yeah, that would be nice. Yes, absolutely. So that's good. Oh, you're on my side. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, Joe Rogan has spoken about this. Imagine if she's a fighter against real females. She's a fighter against... But the issue that I would have is, right, same thing. If you were an MMA fighter, I don't know this I don't know this specific situation, but if you were an MMA fighter and you were a male MMA fighter and you had fought at the professional level and trained at the professional level as a male against males... It makes me feel like when you transition, it's unfair. That's how I feel. And maybe I'm wrong, but it, it feels unfair. You should have trained your body after you transition, or at least just when you train, not against males at that level of competition. Because no female now who has not transitioned, who, who was born a female, could ever have realistically competed as a male with males at a professional level. That's why I think it's it's unfair. I think in that case, it doesn't work. Some of you can be mad at me, think I'm a transformer or something. Maybe. Uh, I just I just feel like, you know, it's it's not the right answer. Let me, uh, I'm going to go a little bit further on this one because they bring a little bit of this up. What I like about this one, CBS, actually tries to discuss some of that piece too. MTS tie-up. That's the story. For the headline-making and barrier-breaking weightlifter, all she wants to do is compete. I am Mm -hmm. who I am. I'm not here to change the world. I just want to, you know, be me and just, uh, yeah, do what I do. I agree. 43-year-old Laurel Hubbard, who transitioned from male to female in 2012, is considered a serious medal contender. Well, yeah. Selected to represent her home country, New Zealand, at the Tokyo Games. Makes she sense. A very dedicated and resilient athlete. I'm, I'm sure she's a great athlete. I'm sure she is. To say how honored she is to be in the team. Hubbard also has I'm the agreeing. backing of the International Olympic Committee. And I, I bring that one up because right after Blade Runner, the Olympics wanted Blade Runner. I really believe this. Because it was a show. It was, as his friend said, freak show. I think they're using Laurel the same way. I do. 
I think they're using Laurel the same way, right? They're doing the, see the, 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 the Olympics now is doing the rainbow. See Olympics, we're woke. I think they're doing this. I think that's why they're okay with Maybe I'm wrong and, and, and I'm happy to be wrong if I am here. I'm happy to be wrong if I am here. I feel like that's what they're doing. The governing body introduced transgender guidelines for athletes back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Under the rules, those who transition from male to female can compete in the women's category as long as their testosterone was kept below a certain level for at least a year. Now, that part I actually don't mind. Like, I like the idea of them having rules. I think that's smart, right? To let transgender women compete, you should have some form of rules. Agreed, 100%. My, my worry is that the rules aren't the right rules, right? My worry is for a year. Okay, a year. But a year? That seems low to me. I, I'm not an expert, so I could be totally wrong here. Please, you, if someone knows anything, please let me know. I could be wrong here. If I'm telling my feeling. So please do whatever you want. My feeling is that feels way too low. And in my view, you shouldn't have already competed. With That should be a, the disqualifier. If you've compete, if you've already competed at the 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 championship level in your former gender, I feel like that disqualifies you. You might go, Larry, it's not fair. Lots of things aren't fair, right? I mean, it just some people are born where they're not never gonna be a basketball player, right? I'm in my 50s now. I'm never gonna be a professional basketball player. It's not gonna happen. It's not fair. And it's the way it is. Again, I gotta find another profession. And if you transition late after you've already competed as and trained as the other gender, I feel like it's not fair. Maybe I'm wrong. I just I just feel like it's not fair. That's my view. Some of you guys may be mad at me. I apologize. Actually, I don't apologize. I just yeah, I I I, I don't think that's the right answer. Let me, let me go. She actually t- covers a bit more on this. Joanna Harper, a medical physicist and competitive runner who is also trans, helped advise the IOC on its guidelines. Mm-hmm. Pre-transition and post-transition, did that yep. change your ability to be a competitive athlete? When I transitioned, mm-hmm. um, within nine months of hormone therapy, I was running 12% slower. That's the difference between serious male athletes and serious female athletes. Well, this is a valid point, right? There's no doubt that when you transition, you aren't as strong. That's true physically. That's absolutely true. And which is why I'm not, a, I'm not 100% against this. I just, the rules have to be better. I think the rules are, we're testing rules out. I don't think they work. Is it fair? The absolute answer to that question is still not certain. Now that, I respect this woman for actually saying that. She said it's not certain. I agree. She's agreeing. It might not be fair. It feels like it's not. We need a lot more data before yes. we can come to an absolute conclusion on that. Yes, I agree. Yes. opposed to Hubbard's inclusion in the games, her competitive advantage over other women is certain. Yep. Males do have a performance advantage that's based on their biological sex. They yep. outperform us on every single metric. Speed, Everyone. stamina, strength. Picking testosterone is a red herring. I mean, we're forgetting about the anatomy, the fast twitch muscle, the bigger uh, organs. And the reason why I said that is I I do think that a regular everyday male who's just hanging around can easily 
be beaten in almost anything by a trained woman. Clearly, right? In almost anything physically. If, if a woman is training, she can. If a woman trains at an Olympic level, she's going to outdo any average male. Guaranteed. But when a male trains at an Olympic level, he's going to beat any female. And that's my issue that I, I know I keep harping on it because that is my issue. She trained at an Olympic level as a male. This, this is wrong. For Hubbard supporters, whether she wins gold or not, being allowed to compete at the Olympics as yep. a woman against other women is already a victory for trans rights. Isn't that exactly the same thing they said for Blade Runner? I'm telling you, this is the Olympics getting people to watch their Olympic show. This is people. Yeah, I, I look. I feel for Laurel. I, I know she wants to compete. I hope she does well. I wish her no ill whatsoever. She's being used, just like Blade Runner was. She's being used. I hope she at least gets a lot out of it. I hope so, at least. Something, I guess. So, yeah. Let me grab some more comments if I can. Um, I know, oh, wow, a bunch of you guys are talking about this. I love it. Right, let's see if I can keep going down here. Uh, let's see here. Um, we did cancel a lot more already. Yes. All right. Um, Michelle says, competing athletic leagues, one of one for liberals that's gender neutral and allows all the drugs, and one for conservatives that doesn't allow trans people or weed. Problem solved. You know what? You said it earlier, Michelle. You were like, we should have competing. Well, there we go. We got two leagues. One that's like, whatever. Anybody show up, do whatever you want. M- makes John very happy. Do we get the cyborgs in this one too? All good. And then a conservative one that no trans people, no weed. And there we go. And then it's all fine. Yes. And Tawago says, it is unfair. I agree. Yes. Christine says, New Zealand's going for the gold. What else are they going to meddle in? Oh, my God. Um, she's biologically male. Maybe trans should have their own class. You know, people have talked about that, having like a trans class. The, the, the problem is twofold. Well, I understand what you're saying. There just aren't that many trans athletes, right? So she would win because she's probably one of the only ones. So I think there'd be that issue that there just aren't enough trans athletes to fill their own class or their own league. That's just a practical issue. But it's a social issue too. When you start doing that, you're now segregating trans women separately. And then how does that fit in our culture of going, you know, you guys are over here. You're, you're not re- you're over there. So there's a cultural issue and there's a, a logistical issue to doing it that way. I'd rather just have, in my view, Christine, just have better rules, right? You said better rules. My, my, my piece is what, what's the history with, with the woman's body, the trans woman's body. Was it, was it trained as an elite male athlete? If it was, no, it's just unfair. You were trained as an elite male athlete. No, something like that. That's what I feel. So yes. Steve says, is, uh, is it wrong as a libertarian to not see her as a female in this scenario? I, I didn't say that she wasn't her. I never said that. I said she shouldn't compete. There's a difference. Or want to refer to her as her. I do, and I have. I still do. Yes. To me, it's one thing to allow a person to live 
uh, life, do what they want, be treated humanely and happily. This is gender-based competition. Yes. And yes, gender does matter athletics. You're correct. Absolutely, Steve. I agree. So I'm with you. I, I agree with you completely. I, I, she's a she. And I call Laurel her. Absolutely. That's, a gen- that's what she picks. I'm in. No worries. It doesn't mean she should compete. Right? Those are two separate things. Two separate things. But I'm, I'm with you. So Joe Rogan's on my side. All right, there we go. I love that. Uh, Quinia says, you may be losing some of your audience. I'm here with you, though. It's unfair because of the different training regiment. What if the training was exactly the same? Um, I'd be more open to it. I'd be totally open to it if, if, if the, you know, I also don't think a year is enough to be, to have your testosterone level lower. I think that's not enough. You need, in my, again, I'm not a doctor. So someone's going to beat me up, I'm sure. But you have to go far longer, I think, to have your testosterone levels to be that equivalent of a woman, number one, far longer. I mean, I've been out of shape for a year as a youngster, not now anymore, as a youngster, and gotten back into shape like that when I was young and I was an athlete. And many of these athletes are in their 20s. I mean, she isn't. She's 40, I think. But her, her but many of the athletes are younger. So if you're 20-something, and those of you who are 20-something now or used to be, remember, you can be out of shape and be back in shape in like two, three months. That's how your body's working, particularly if you're an athlete. You can get back into shape. Really, we need they need to be out of that testosterone for multiple years, right? For multiple years and not be trained. Then compete. Because at that point, your your advantage isn't as anywhere near the advantage that it is prior to that. It's nowhere near the advantage. So yeah. So Adam says, it is your body, your choice. However, I do question fairness. Exactly. You read my mind, Adam. Yes. You read my mind. Yes. Um, Jay says, why don't they just have separate trans competitions? Don't males have an advantage against females, even if they are transitioning? Um, that, and that was my, my point. You, you, the, I brought this up earlier. They really can't do tr- separate trans competitions. And you're right. They have advantages if they're transitioning. I think you want to be completely transitioned. Totally for a long period of time before it's okay. So that's just my view. Yes. All right. Um, Rochelle says, I only like watching the rhythmic gymnastics with the ribbons and hoops. Those are nice. I agree. Uh, the internet surfing guitarist says, it's unfortunate how trans athletes don't see how much harm they do to the trans community by showing themselves, by shoving themselves in the gender competitions. This is a valid point, right? I, it, it, this is really tough. I don't want anyone in the trans community to feel less than or segregated at all. At the same time, we still have and will have for a long time and have for a long time still have a gendered culture. That's just what we have. It's That's what exists. It's not going to change tomorrow. It may never change. That's what it is. And athletics are Gender competition, it's how it works. That's what we have. If This goes back to the uh, smoke and weed thing, right? Their rules are rules. You you probably don't want to break the rules, right? So they make rules, which is good. They make rules. But when you start doing that, you're right. You're making people upset. You're, you're, You're hurting others. I don't think this is a good thing as a general rule. I think if you, you're, you're giving people ammunition, However, I don't want to stop Laura from doing what she thinks is best for her life. 
So I'm torn on this one, right? I don't want to stop Laurel from having whatever successes she wants to have. She should go have those successes. And she may be screwing it up for others. I think both are true. And I wish she wouldn't. I do. I wish she wouldn't. But I don't feel like we. I should stop her or anybody should stop her. Except the fact, let me go back. We shouldn't stop Laurel or, or be angry at her because she wants to do what makes her happy. Right? Everyone should try to do what makes them happy. My worry is she is making things worse for others. That is my worry. And maybe I'm wrong. Right? Maybe a year from now. She'll be a, a local hero and I'll be totally wrong. And I'll come back on and go, guys, man, was I wrong? Laurel's awesome. That might happen. And I, and I will happily be wrong if that's true. But I think they're going to be hammering her for the next at least month or two over how wrong it was and for how unfair it is. Because I think in this case, it is unfair. In this case, I believe it is. Dixie says, don't kill me. Nothing against transgenders. But, but can we acknowledge that a biological male fatigue is different than a biological female fatigue? I agree with you. Yes. Yes. Um, biological male bodies are stronger. Women have to work twice hard to get on male up. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at you about it. I, people aren't mad at me. Yeah. It's reality. And it's not a bad thing. So, yeah. Um, OP Mike says, how to decide on one year? That's my other issue, right? One year seems way low to me. I mean, it seems way low. I think at least three, right? At least, I, uh, am, I not, am I not off? I think at least three. That's what my gut says. I, I, I have trouble imagining, right? That kind of thing. So um, that's it. I don't see why weightlifting has to be gendered. Huh. Make it all purely based on weight class. Everyone competing against everyone. I'm in theory. I get what you're saying. In theory. Still, you're gonna you're still gonna have an advantage to male physiques, as the woman said, larger organs, muscle mass, stuff like that. But maybe, maybe. So, uh, Steve, I think what we're headed towards is a gender-free enhancement-allowed doping-permitted competition. It's probably not a bad idea, actually. This goes back to what what, what Rochelle was saying. We got the. We got the, uh, the, the, the kind of like the, more, the more liberal libertarian side. Then we got the conservative side. I was like, whatever. No, only males and females. And no one can be transgendered. And no weed and nothing. And then with the other side, which is like, whatever, just show up. Bring your exoskeleton. Cyborgs, fine. Whatever. Dope up. There's your, there's your doping station. Maybe. Where all people can compete with another to show off whoever thinks they're the best. Instead of gold, silver, and bronze. Take that out to the top 10 or top 20. Oh, interesting idea. So like the top 10 people, cyborgs included. It's not a bad idea. Maybe. Yeah. John says, is 12% less stronger than a male, greater or equal to the percentage of strength between male, male, and a female? I don't know. Good question. And does that matter at the most elite levels or not? Right? Is there a difference between average male and average female? versus professional athlete female and professional athlete male. I don't know, right? Assuming that both male and female average, the average male and average female don't train anywhere near as hard as professional athletes do. So when professional athletes do, does the male outperform even more or not as much, right? I don't know. In theory, the male would actually outperform the female further because as the training becomes professional level, in theory, it will be exponentially 
bigger or better or stronger, I would think. Again, I don't know this. This is a good homework question. I don't know. But your point's a valid one, right? What what happens then? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's just not true. No matter how Huddleman trains, an average male can beat her. I don't think that's true. No. Um, no. Look, when I look at some of them women MMA fighters, and I'm not scared to fight. Well, now maybe I'm a little bit older. But when I was younger, I wasn't scared to fight. I wasn't a fighter, but I wasn't afraid to fight. I've, I've been in fights before. I've been punched in the face before. I've punched people in the face before. So, yeah, would I fight when I'm a woman? I probably would have thought I would. But those women probably would have beat my derriere when I was 20. So I wasn't a fighter. Like, I didn't. That wasn't. I mean, I was physical. I was a 20-something strapping man, as most men were. But I wasn't, like, super strong or super trained. I would bet an MMA fighter woman would have probably beat my my tail probably in my, I, I would assume because she's an MMA fighter. She's a professionally trained athlete. I think I would have got my butt kicked. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't, maybe, I don't know. Are they that bad? I don't, I, I've, I've seen them. I think they would tear me up, right? I might've given them a little bit, but I don't think I'm winning. I think professionally trained women can beat men in general, the average male, the average male. Then they can. So uh, maybe I'm wrong. That's what my gut says, though. So, all right. Um, let's see. Um, will the Conservative Olympics have the Star Trek fight theme during a competition? Oh, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Yes, I like that. That's a good one. Yes. And Brian says, just don't wear a red shirt because, you know, the red shirt guys die. Yes. Thank you, guys. You Star Trek geeks. All right. I do want to bring up one more piece, though. And this is um, the woman, was it Gwen Berry? who um, at the Olympics turned her back on the flag and um, put that shirt on her head. And I'm torn on this one too. Like all of these, this Olympic stuff has messed me up. I don't have the straight up answer to a lot of this stuff. This is a, this was a tough one for me. I brought it up on purpose because I thought it was important to kind of talk about all of these. Hammer thrower Gwen Berry sparking furious uproar for turning her back on the American flag during a medal ceremony at the U.S. track and field trials. She then covered her head with a T-shirt that said, activist athlete. Barry claims organizers should have played it before she got on the podium. And that... Yeah, that was a tough one right there. Should have done before they got on the podium. She was the victim of a setup. She says the anthem does not speak for her and that she represents people killed by systematic or systemic racism. And Barry is defiant and is refusing to back away from what she did. And the White House is backing the athlete. But I know he's incredibly proud to be now. There's a there's a couple things here, right? The the thing that am I against necessarily a protest at the Olympics? I'm not. And you may think, what, Larry? You're a Marine. You're going to be this gung ho flag waving guy. And there's always going to be a part of me that's that. I am a Marine, and some of you libertarians get mad at me. I know. Well, how can you ever be now? It's still in me. I still have a tattoo, USMC tattoo. I, I'm branded. I still have some of that in me. I'm never going to lose that part of me. I still have that. But, you know, I remember the stories of the guys in 68 who you know, put their fist in the air. People went nuts. But putting your fist there, they had a black glove and they put a fist in the air, right? Putting your fist in the air with a black glove, in my view, and I know this is subjective in my view is a fine protest you're not turning your back on the flag you're not putting something over your head in shame 
you're putting your fist up and saying black solidarity in a time when black people were at one of their lowest in modern history, right? King's getting shot. Malcolm X getting shot, right? It's a bad time. I got it. I'm not mad at them. Her, I'm a little annoyed. I am. I'm a little annoyed. And I'm a little annoyed for two reasons. For those people at the Olympics then, they just decided to just show some solidarity. They didn't say America sucks. They didn't turn their back on it. Any of that stuff. They just showed solidarity and still liked America and thought America was still a great country. Just thought, I'm going to show you there's an issue here. We got a problem in America right now. Not Maybe not the best. Maybe we're upset, but not crazy. I feel like this one was worse. Maybe I'm older. Maybe I got too much money to me. But I feel like it was worse. And the reason is, if you turn your back on a flag, which is fine. I'm not against turning your back on a flag. I'm not against, I'm not against you burning the flag. I'm not. Do what you got to do. Whatever. Your free speech. But you've decided. This goes back to the weed thing. You've decided. You made a decision. You're going to represent America at the Olympics. You're going to march with the flag, right? Don't they all march together? You're going to wear the colors of the flag. You're saying you're going to do this. You know that if you win a medal, they play the anthem. You know that. You know they raise the flags. It's not like that's a surprise. They didn't just make that rule all of a sudden. You knew it. And that's the rules. And you knew it was going to happen. And now you're mad? You turn your back and you're mad and put a thing on your head? It seems selfish and silly and wrong to me. Now, if she had got up there and they put a T-shirt on that said activist athlete, Fox News would still be angry. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be angry. Fox News would still be mad if she put a shirt on that said ah, activist, whatever, athlete. They'd be mad. How dare you? The troops or whatever they would say. That's what Fox News says. I got it. I'm not wouldn't be mad. They're like, ah, okay, you're an activist. Do your thing. But you're not turning your back. You're not doing that stuff. And you're still with the America thing. I'm fine with that. Am I wrong on this one? I mean, I, I know some of the people are going to be mad at me. Go, wow, who cares? I care. And what I, ca- I hate worse is the White House didn't even say that. Just jumped on board. Just jumped on board. Listen to the White House. Being American uh, and has great respect to be an American. Uh, and has- so the president's proud to be an American. Like you thought he wasn't. You had to say that. If you got to say that. That should tell you something. If you have to say, well, you know, the, the president is proud to be an American. If you got to say that, that's a problem. Hold on. It's great respect for the anthem and all that it represents, especially for our, our men and women serving in uniform all around. Stop the men and women serving in uniform all around. That part drives me crazy. So the flag and the anthem means American imperialism. Stop that. I mean, it does. But I don't want it to mean that. So, no. So, no. Just say it should represent the Constitution and the nation that's supposed to be about freedom. That would be better than everything's about veterans. And I'm a veteran. But it's not all about veterans. Right? She she did a what I think is a bad protest. Doesn't mean all of a sudden every veteran all of a sudden, oh, I feel a disturbance. In the patriotic force, I think someone did a bad protest. No, veterans don't feel that. I didn't all of a sudden get hurt by that. Didn't help, didn't affect me at all. The 
world. He would also say, of course, that part of that pride in our country means recognizing there are moments where we are, as a country, haven't lived up to our highest ideals. Why would you say that? Like, why would... And it means respecting the right of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully protest. So, Jesse, the question... Oh, my God. That wasn't good. I, I, I hate when I'm like... Supporting Fox News. But I am. I, I guess I am. I mean, that was a bad way of handling it, right? That was a bad way of handling it. It wasn't the right answer. That was a bad way of handling it. Just my view. I don't know. I'm going to take some comments. You guys might beat me up about this one. So, but yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna keep going down. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, did you do the built different thing? Her body is just built different compared to cisgender women. You played the built different game. Yes. All right. Um, just curious though, what if a Bosch woman beats the New Zealander? I wonder what that would do to our debate. Um, I don't think it actually matters. It doesn't matter. If the New Zealander loses everything, right? It's possible. And again, I don't know Laurel at all. The first time I've heard of her is this week. She may be an amazingly hardcore athlete. Her people are going to say she's a hardcore athlete no matter what. I mean, but she might not be. She might be a terrible athlete. What if she's really pretty lazy and not a good athlete? In which case, to my point earlier, I believe this, a woman would beat her, right? A, a lazy male will be beaten by a hard-charging female. That's for sure. So maybe Laurel's lazy. I, I don't know that, right? Maybe she's like, ah, I, I used to be a man, so I'm powerful. Who knows? If that's the case, she'll be beat by a cisgender woman. But if it's not the case, she's probably going to win. But either way, it's still unfair. The outcome, in my view, in this case, isn't the issue. It's did we start fairly? And I feel like we didn't. And it's possible that a, a cisgender woman might beat her. Could happen. Absolutely could happen. So maybe. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, um, well, he did refer to Star Trek, not Star Trek Next Generation. That's true. Star Trek. Yes, that's true. Thank you, Brian, for paying attention. There is a difference. Yes. But Captain Cisco was pretty cool. I do think Captain Cisco was cool of all the Star Treks. I do think he was pretty cool. I do. Because when he was bald with the goatee, I was like super cool. But anyway, back in the day. So, all right. Let me see if I can do this here real fast. All right. Um, I am an average male and any female Olympian could defeat me. See? <laughs> I'm kind of with you, Steve. Right? I mean, Olympic level athletes, male or female, are far stronger than average Joe Schmoes like you and I. I mean, yes. I absolutely, yes. Roy, transgender have to take hormones to change their body. Is that a performance advantage? It's it's a good question, right? Does that does that take away pain as say cocaine would or something like that? Or heroin would? It's a good question. I actually don't know that answer. That is a that's a that's a good one. Yes. Yes. So um Brandon, what are you saying? Larry, deep down, you know, it was just for blacks to fight in World War II. What are you, what? Oh, for my thing like, Brandon, you pulling this out now? Did I say it wasn't? I, I didn't say it wasn't just for blacks to fight in World War II. I didn't say they weren't. I didn't say, I don't know why people go that route. I never said, last night I had a, um, a discussion on, um, on World War II and, and things like that with uh dylan burns if you're gonna watch you can watch it it's on my it's on my um 
It's on my um, uh, YouTube page, Sharpway. Only Sharpway products. It's on that if you want to. I think, is it? No, it's on both. So yeah, I never said that. He, he asked me two separate questions and I asked him, what were you asking? He said, was it a good thing for America to fight in World War II? I said, yes. Then he said something different. He goes, what if it was you, if you were a congressman in 1941, would you have voted for war? And I said, and I remember that, am I a black man in 1941 and I'm in Congress? And then he went, yeah. And then I said, no, I wouldn't vote for it. If I was, if I was a, I don't know how being, were there any black men in Congress in 1941? I don't know if there were, but if there were any black men in Congress in 1941, in 1941, if I was a black man in Congress, would I have voted to go to war against Germany? That was his question. Would you have, would you have, um, would you have voted for or supported a declaration of war against Germany in World War II was his specific question. You can check it if you want to. It's, it's still there. And I said, no, if I was a black man in 1941 and they wanted to go to war against Germany. For those who don't know, America didn't declare war against Germany. Germany declared war on America. And he was saying, wouldn't you want to declare war on Germany? If you were in Congress. And I was like, if I'm a black man in 1941, I got a segregated military still. I got a segregated uh, um, of government still. I don't know how I got into Congress if I'm a black man in 1941, but I somehow I got into Congress. And I'm going to care about fighting World War II? Of course I wouldn't if I was that person. Now I'm saying, yes, it was a good idea. I'm happy we fought in World War II. It was a good idea. But what I'm saying, if he the question he asked me was, if I was there in Congress and I was specific, remember what I said? Are you saying I'm a black man in Congress in 1941? And he said, yes. And I said, in that case, no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have won a war with Germany. Why would I? So I can send a segregated military across to fight. Why would I encourage that if I was a black man in 1941? I wouldn't have. I was being honest. So anyway, that's that's the issue. Does is that clearer? I don't know if that was or not. I, Brendan, that's please in the future if you bring these questions, I don't mind. But the rest of the audience doesn't know the context. If you could talk about the context and say from your conversation last night or something like that, so that if you want to go off topic, I don't mind going off topic, but the rest of the audience can understand it. Thank you. I hope I answered your question at least. So yes. All right. Let's see if I can, if I can go down here. Um, let's see here. Um, Nate says, "Have you seen the average lately?" I don't know what the average is. It seems that the average is not in great shape. Is what I would think. I think that's true. Yeah, average males between Nintendo Wii. <laughs> that's actually funny too. Yes. That chick pissed me off competing for your country's in honor. It bothered me too. It did. It bothered me too. I, I agree. It did. It bothered me. Yes. So, um, Tom says, I love the 68 protest, but one's a little hypocritical, but whatever her choice. Yeah. Y- yeah. I agree. Yes. Um, Adam says, Larry, I know what you're, what going to be your highest rated show can we please do a libertarian Star Trek philosophy show and argue why every other government is authoritarian except for the Romulan Senate? <laughs> Very good. I like that. Okay. I got to think about that. Yes. Um, why doesn't you represent other country's Olympics? Well, it's funny. You know, you can. That does happen. Particularly the smaller countries, they actually literally like you, you buy citizenship. This is a real thing. Like the UAE or Qatar, you can go there and just say, hey, can I be a citizen? Will you be in the Olympics? Yes. You're a citizen because we say so. Yes, absolutely. Although turning your back to the flag is actually your First Amendment, I see that's hypocrisy because the protection and defense of that flag is what protects the exercise 
of said right to protest. Yeah, and the thing that 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 does bug me about this one, John, is you literally know that's going to happen, right? Like you've chosen to to represent the country to do this. You know that if you win a medal, they're gonna show your flag and they're gonna play your anthem. This is not like everybody knows this. If you didn't want that to happen, you probably either shouldn't have competed or you probably shouldn't have won a medal or something. Or you should have prepared for this or 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 something. She's mad. They ambushed her. No, that's what you always do. That's the thing. She should have just maybe wore that shirt or something. And then fine, you wear the shirt and we all get it. And the difference is if she had just worn the shirt, and this is about that bothers me. If she had just wore the shirt, what would we be talking about? The shirt. We would. Can't believe she wore that shirt, says activism, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about the shirt. Now what are we talking about? Her. This is the same as the woman who did the, the, the Tour de France and broke her back. Me, me, me. What'd, what'd you say, Queenia? We got to cancel selfie culture? Yeah, this too. Me, me, me. That's what this wound up becoming, right? It became me, 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 right? With Gwen, it became me, me, me. Not if she just wore the shirt, John, you and I right now, I'd be talking about that shirt, not about her. Uh, Dixie says, the flag does not represent the military. Yeah, each branch has their own flag. Yep, the flag represents the country and all the good and bad that is part of this country. Yes. Can we please stop trying to use the military as an excuse to guilt trip those who disrespect the flag as a form of protest? I would like that very much. Yes. This White House also a freaking joke. I mean, you don't want, do you really want to back this? <sighs> Tom says, great story behind the 68 protest. Australian wanted to participate and was and was given a glove. He was ostracized in this country for a long time, never regretted it. Yeah, it's a glove, man. It was powerful. It was like, we're together. It's a problem, but we're together. That was a that was strength. Right. I know some people hate it still to this day. Some people hated it then. I don't hate that one. I wish he had done that. I'd have applauded her. I'd be like, yeah, I'd applauded her. Yes. David says if a politician says. They're proud to be an American. They're looking for votes. Yeah. Just pandering. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't have to say that, right? You really shouldn't have to say that. So, yeah. All right. Um, all you need to do is kiss some babies and you're good. Is that how that works? Yes. I love that. Um, Paula says, yeah, Kaper- uh, uh, Kaepernick was not representing the U.S. on the world stage. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And he did not turn his back on the flag. Will Barry turn down endorsement paid to her in U.S. currency? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Larry. I know. I think it's too far. And and she's not. Is it really a protest? It's going to sound cruel if it's about you. Right? Like, what is she? What's her thing? Systemic racism? That's that's her thing? Okay, great. What's your policy? What's the thing we're stopping? I, I, is that is it? Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, Steve says, I do feel that today's protesters don't want to change one policy. Yeah, perfect. Or change the rest of the U.S. They simply want the country punished for past ills and replaced. Saying this as someone who wouldn't mind starting over in a peaceful way, of course. Yes. So, yes, FBI. Steve and I are speaking about peaceful only. Right, Steve? Peaceful. Thank you. Yes. John says, I have no issue with the protest. I find it hypocritical and it does make us look bad on the national stage. 
even a Korean immigrant said she would be executed in her old country. Wow. Wow. Larry, you are competing to, to represent your country. If you have issues with your country, then deal with them in another form. Y- yes. Yes. Semper Fi, Larry. 27 years, USMC retired. Look at you, brother. Awesome, Roy. Semper Fi, man. Semper Fi. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here if I can grab this one. Paula says, I don't really care one way or another if Laurel Hubbard competes as a man or a woman. I don't care if RuPaul sings National Anthem. My concern is how people who have concerns about the fairness to kids being shut down and bullied into submission, whatever side of the issue happened to be on. That too. That too. Yes. That, which is why I brought this up. Right? I'm sure everyone, when they first uh, probably saw me talk about this, thought, oh, Larry will just be like, pro everything. And I am and I'm not. I think this is a nuanced issue. And I think we have to talk about both sides of this because I think it is a nuanced issue. I really do. I think this is not just a left or right issue at all. I really do think it is a nuanced issue. So speaking of nuance, I do want you to do me a favor. Please go take the world's smallest political quiz. It does matter. The world, it, this, my sponsors, they're the ones who help move this forward. If you click the link that's in the description and you go to the link tree and see all the cool things we have, that's all because my sponsors help to pay for that. So please keep my sponsors happy. Go take the world's smallest political quiz. When you're done taking it, it's like a minute, maybe two minutes max. It's done. You've taken it. Once you've taken it, please share it. It does matter. It makes my sponsors happy. Please do it. And of course, always like, comment, share. If this was an interesting conversation for you, if you thought it was interesting, you saw some cool things you want to talk about, share it, comment, like it. It does matter. And of course, always subscribe to the things. Subscribe to my YouTube, Sharpway YouTube. Subscribe to my Sharpway Twitter and subscribe to my Sharpway Facebook page. Please subscribe to all those pages. It does matter, please. And lastly, if you got some cash and you like what I'm doing, you want me to keep doing it? Great. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. Throw me 10 bucks a month so I can keep doing this. The more I get, the more I can promote, the bigger I can get, the more I can do cool stuff. And I'm going to start doing more cool stuff, as you can see, again and again and again. And I'd like you to keep helping me out if you can. I appreciate it. So, yeah. So let me grab a couple of these. So Dixie says, wait, why do you think Barry knew she would be facing the flag if she meddled? And now too bad she broke the rule. But the weed smoker in the world gets a pass. It's when it's double standard, please. So, yeah. It's not a, it's not double standard. I was saying that both are tough. I was saying both are tough, right? As I agreed that. If you remember, I agreed that, you know, uh, Shikari, she knew what the rules were. I'm agreeing with you. All I'm saying is I feel like maybe we can make an exception. Why? Because her mom died. That's why. Now, do we have to? No, we don't. Do I think we should? Yeah, Dixie, I do. I think we should make it something for, for Shikari because... Her mom died. She's 21. Her team did not support her as they should have and said, don't do this. This is another way of doing it. I feel like we can make an exception for her. Do I think Barry's mom died? That I know she didn't. She's just mad about stuff, which is fine. But athletes get mad about stuff. And not just that. Do I think Shikari planned this? No, not at all. She didn't know her mom was going to die. She didn't see any of it. This, this was thrown at her. Barry knew this was going to happen. Literally, every aspect of it. She knew she'd probably medal. She knew all those things. She was fighting the medal. She was going to happen. She knew everything literally years in advance. 
I don't think Shikari knew her mom was going to die. So that is why I think there's a difference. And I'm not saying she gets a pass, an exception. That's why I think that, Dixie, if that makes any sense. That's, that's where my head is on that. But you are right. They both broke the rule. Agreed. It's a problem in both cases. I'm saying I think there's an exception because of the circumstances. I hope that at least, even if you disagree, I hope at least it answered your question at least. I hope it did at least. So we'll see. Um, Rochelle says, since 1870, when Senator Hiram Rebels of Mississippi and the representative Joseph Rainey of South Carolina became the first African-American to in Congress. Yeah, but uh, after Reconstruction, they were all thrown out um, because of, um, of voter rules and registration rules and all types of Jim Crow laws. They were all thrown out. So I don't know if in 1941 there were actually any black members of, Cong- of Congress. There may have been. I actually don't know. My assumption would be no, but I don't know that to be true. There may have been some congressmen out of Harlem or something or, or other black neighborhoods as possible. I just don't know enough about that time period to know if there were any black congressmen or not. I think that, but you know what? I'm going to look it up now. I got some homework to do right now. So I appreciate that. I hope I answered your question. I hope I answered all your questions. I hope it was a good and interesting and fun show. Guys, I want you to have an amazing long weekend. Um, Please enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your Independence Day weekend. For those of you who are celebrating, please don't blow off your hands with fireworks. Please have a good time instead. Eat some good food and I will see you all next week.